I've been reporting and writing on the fitness over 50 world for five years now. And there's one question that still drives me more than any other. Why don't more people exercise regularly and eat a decent diet? Well, lately I've been coming at it from a different angle and focusing on people who have made that decision to begin healthier habits. What got them started? How did it go? And what do they have to say to others who are still stuck like they were not so long ago? That's the topic of this week's episode of Optimal Aging, the show that connects gyms and studios with more people over 50. I'm your host, Jay Croft of Prime Fit Content. I'm going to introduce you to three men today, all of them over 50, who exemplify some of the common paths that people take later in life. When they finally decide to get unstuck, make a change, even if it's just a little one, just to start, so that they can have the better life that they want and deserve. You'll hear something in their stories that will either motivate you to start exercising or help you understand how to better communicate with your members and your prospects. Some people want to lose weight or feel better or look better. Others have health issues to reverse or hobbies to enjoy, or they've finally accepted that they probably have a lot of time left in their lives and they want to enjoy it as much as possible. Exercise really is the miracle drug for all of those desires and more, especially after age 50 or so, but most people just don't do it. Now, I've interviewed just men for this podcast because it relates to a project I've been working on that I'll tell you about in in just a minute or two. But a lot of this is, of course, true for women as well. And each of these three guys I've interviewed started exercising later in life after going through a period of struggle. I was mostly curious about what finally got them to take action because this is the topic of my new digital course, which is designed to give men over 50 the inside and no-nonsense information they need to start. Not to be 25 again, or look like a movie star, or do anything amazing, just to feel better, move better, and yes, even look better at any age. Don't come to think of it, that would be pretty amazing, wouldn't it? Because you're not too old, you're not too banged up, you're not too overweight. So, let's start. First up is Bennett, who's 68, and wanted to take better care of himself as he approached retirement, which occurred during the pandemic. Bennett had a desk job for years and ate fairly well, but enjoyed his white wine and stopped exercising years and years ago when he met his long-term partner. And over those years, he'd gained a lot of weight and had begun suffering from arthritis and neuropathy. Then he decided to take that first step. I started to have health issues I never had before. I've never had arthritis in my 40s or 50s or neuropathy, arthritis, my knees, arthritis in my ankles, all of which is manageable, but weight is not good for any of these conditions. I think that was probably the driver. Where I worked, I worked 10-hour days. The job had a lot of stress. The job would keep me up at nights. Uh, I just didn't think I had the time or bandwidth to do this other than on weekends. Plus, I have two German shepherds. They took up basically my free time on weekends. So it was a, probably a time issue and feeling tired at seven when I get home rather than feeling motivated to go to the gym at seven. Another thing that changed is I retired during COVID. So now I certainly have more time now. COVID changed things in terms of time ability. 
that probably helped too. I don't tire that quickly. My knees are certainly better. It's, I, I feel my overall health has improved for things that don't work well in your body, that hurt your body because you have too much weight. Just cutting that back helped. And once you train your body to eat slightly different, I've eliminated the cheese and I've eliminated white wine. These are the only huge reduction I've actually made. But once you start of having a routine of not tending to form vices, you automatically start forgetting about it. That's a, if you do something every day, you don't remember what bad, what bad things you did like a year ago. Right? So that kind of helped. Trained my body to eat a little bit better, to drink less white wine, but I've not made drastic changes in nutrition as some people do. And frankly, yes, sure, I know what to eat and vegetables are good and all that, but I'm just not willing to do that. I'm just not willing to eat kale four times a day because it's the right thing to do. I think if you try to do too much too quick, you're going to lose interest in it. It becomes too much. I'm not going to make lifestyle changes that I can't keep up with, right? I like how Bennett wasn't going to just dive into a hundred lifestyle changes and try to accomplish too much too fast. Even if no one ever did actually tell him that he had to eat kale four meals a day. Next is Jerry, 64, who found himself in a downward spiral. Poor energy was leading to overeating, which led to gaining weight, which led to poor energy, on and on, right? Like Bennett and countless others, he knew he needed to start moving and make some dietary changes. He started slowly, built on his small successes, and then found his exercise bliss in a rowing studio. Six years ago, I was diagnosed with AFib and I got put on some medicines that really made me quite lethargic mm-hmm. and, and it was really hard. And, and so the more lethargic I was, the less I moved and the less I moved, the more I was depressed and the more depressed I was, the more I'd eat. And so it was this spiral or cycle that kept between my you know mind, body and spirit. Two years ago, I, I was at my wits end. I've been working with my doctor to try to figure out why I, I couldn't get any energy up. I started using a CPAP machine and that helped me get some energy for sleeping at night, just getting better sleep. And then two years ago, she prescribed for me a, it's a daily injection called Saxenda. And Saxenda is, it's, it's just one of those things that helps you with your metabolism. And ha- from having a lifetime of being on diets of every stripe, of every kind, I have a pretty good idea of what the things are you need to do, right? It's lower your caloric intake and and, and exercise. Oh, and, and one of the things I was saying that I missed earlier that I where I lost my thought was about the emotional eating. And, that, and that's been a part of my life since I was a kid. It was just a pattern that I've always had. A family that did that and inherited it and have continued on with it. I've always wanted to get in back into shape. I've always wanted to feel better, right? So it wasn't a matter of desire, but for me, it was a matter of just trying to get things started. Taking my collective learnings from a lifetime of diet and exercise and weight gains and weight losses and all of that, I knew that I couldn't do anything drastic. I I knew that was not the answer to do fasting or shakes or keto. Um, And so I looked at what are some of the small things that I can do and one of them was to try to eliminate the like white anything white in my diet white sugar white flour white rice white potato and all of that but it, actually it wasn't eliminate it was to reduce because the other thing that i decided was that 
I'm not going to, if I want something, I'm going to have it. So if I want a dessert, if I want you know, to have a pasta meal, whatever it is, I'm not going to deny myself that, but I'm going to try to do it and try to work it into my my reasonable living, my reasonable portions and and not do it because of emotions or that kind of thing. And then I took on some walking. I started doing some walking and, and I started losing a few pounds and, and it, was, it wasn't a lot. It was like every month, maybe a pound or two. And I was really... But what it, but it began the cycle of where the more I lost, the better I felt, the more energy I had. And so it got easier to continue doing the things I needed to do to continue my journey. I was down probably 25 pounds over the course of a year and a half. And again, ha- really happy with that because I was trying to make life changes, not make, not do a, a complete drastic diet and then rebound. But in January of this year, I started doing row house rowing and I actually took to it. I, I liked it. It was hard at first, but over time I was able to develop the necessary form and skills to to do it more efficiently. It's mostly, mostly legs, and but then it also has a lot of effect on core and on arms. And so I started actually not just losing weight because of it, but I actually started developing some muscle tone in, in, and it's particularly in my core, which I've never, that's always been my problem area, my, my midsection. And, and that progressed really nicely. And I, I, the more I did it, the more I liked it. And I made a commitment to continue doing it. I had total knee replacement a month ago. And the results of that, first of all, my, my doctor said, good on me for doing what he called the prehab, which was to get my leg into shape prior to the surgery. And I do credit that and I credit the rowing in particular with having built up my leg muscles and all the, everything around my knee to where I had a really successful surgery. After a week, I was pretty much mobile as far as just getting around my condo and I could do short walks outside. I walked the halls here and stuff. Within a couple of weeks, I was out walking outside, taking my dog to the dog park, which is a couple, two, three blocks away. And fast forward to uh, Thursday, I actually got back. I, I, I do physical therapy, so I was doing biking and stuff in the or stationary bike. But um, Thursday, I came back to uh, row class, and I was able to do almost a full class. And it felt good, and it felt really good on my knee. So I'm two years into this journey. I've lost 70 pounds, but half of that has been since I've been doing just in the last six months since I've been doing the rowing. And I'm fine with where I'm at, but I feel, you know, confident that I'll continue this process. And I, I feel by doing, by easing into it, by making it part of my life, I feel like there's a much better chance for s- sustainability in keeping it up. And I'm 64. I'm probably in the best shape I've been in, in as an adult. And that's great because I'm semi-retired and I look at full retirement in the next year or two. And it's nice to know that I, I'm going to be able to live a a healthy and safe life, at least based on my lifestyle choices. One of the, one of the benefits for me of, of getting older has been not, not giving a damn what, what other people think. And that wasn't the case before at all. But now it's, I am who I am. I'm not, I'm not going to wake up with a 24-year-old's body and be slim and a model, runway model. That's just not going to happen anymore. Part of this too has been with a, a process of trying to be, trying to develop attributes that I want to attract. In other words, if I, I don't want to 
be around people that are depressed and sad or anxious or downer, Debbie Downers, right? To avoid that, I, I have to become the person that I want to attract. And, and so that's that I want somebody who's physically active. I want to be around people that are healthy and that like to do things that are trying to still get some joy out of life. Finally, meet Blaine, who's 53 and jacked. Seriously jacked. I mean, the dude has the body of a 28-year-old fitness model. It wasn't always that way. Not until he got divorced a few years ago and knew that if he wanted to re-enter the dating pool and meet attractive women, then he needed to work on his own presentation first. He's a new man. Here's Blaine. My confidence is at all-time low, and I knew that I had to do something because here I am going through a divorce and about to be single again. And I said, hey, I need to get healthy. I took a good look at myself. I definitely wasn't in shape and didn't exercise at all. I, I implemented a program and started slowly eating better and picked a meal a day and changed my diet drastically, started cutting out all the sugar and started working out at home, doing push-ups. And then I started seeing some progress and then also bike riding. And then I decided to get a gym membership. So I went to the gym and started feeling much better. Hey, uh, the, the main reason I did that is because I had to get back out there. I had to get back on, on the horse and, and start riding again. And I really felt that you know, since my confidence was low, that I couldn't do that. I feel great. And if I wouldn't have done that, who knows where I would be today? I was in the military. So I've done a lot of calisthenics and, and I knew that I needed to start somewhere. I just, I did have that background so that's, I, I knew that, hey, that's something I wanted to, to do. And if it stuck, then I would reward myself with a gym membership and do that. But I knew also I needed to build some strength up too before I just went and jumped in a gym and went gung-ho. I knew because even if I would have started at the gym right away, there's a ramp up period that takes a while and nothing happens overnight. And I knew that. So that's why I was able to 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 start off just doing like push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, ride my bike, doing some cardio and things like that before I jumped all in. But within a few weeks, I started feeling better, especially after eating. I wasn't eating right. And once I cut out all the sugars, the processed food and all of those things, I really felt a lot better. My outlook on life was better. Everything was better. It's just, it, it keep, things just keep getting better and better. When people notice that you've made, you've changed your body composition and think you look better. It's a really good feeling. Very good feeling. Okay. I've talked to countless men, just like Bennett, Jerry, and Blaine, and probably just like a lot of people listening to this, or a lot of people who drive by gyms and studios every day and think maybe someday I'll go in there and start working out again. It's hard being stuck. There's so much misinformation out there. People are scared to make change. They're intimidated to be vulnerable in a setting like a gym or a studio. So many reasons to stay on the couch and deteriorate. There are so many more reasons to make that change and start living a healthier life. If you're in the fitness business, you know these reasons. You need to be reaching out to people in your community over 50 so that they know these reasons. And that's why I want to offer a special 50% discount on my course that I created just in time for holiday gift giving. It's short, simple, takes about an hour and requires just a little bit of willingness to look inside yourself so that you can start to align your knowledge, your values, and your action. When you're done with my course, you'll already be on your way to moving better, feeling better, and looking better. And if you are a Jim or a studio owner, you want to check this out, 
and learn how to use it to turn prospects into clients. It's powerful stuff. The link is in the show notes and it's on primefitcontent.com along with a ton of other useful information for fitness professionals and consumers alike. So check that out, primefitcontent.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show and I hope you'll subscribe, tell a friend and write a review. All of that helps us grow our audience. You can learn more about me and my content business at primefitcontent.com. Send me an email at jjay at primefitcontent.com. I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and just about anywhere else. So check me out. Love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening. Join us next time.